This is the Simi Sarah Show on News Talk 980 CKNW, Vancouver's News, Vancouver's Talk. 1116, one uh, one group that is being called the biggest winners coming out of the federal budget yesterday, veterans, although not all veterans are agreeing with that conclusion from the budget. Uh, also taking a look at military spending, we did see some numbers and some deferrals coming from the budget yesterday. Harjit Sajan joins us now, the Minister of National Defence. Minister, thank you so much for being with us today. Hi, thank you for having me. Uh, a day after the budget and all of the numbers have come down, I keep seeing headlines uh, in a lot of places saying that veterans are the winners in this budget. Uh, would you agree with that? Oh, the, and not only for veterans, but uh, when we look, uh, uh, this is about uh, the middle class and uh, what we campaigned on, making sure that we invest in, uh, in our economy uh, to grow it, making sure that uh, the middle class is, has benefited. Um, our seniors, and especially for historic in infrastructure investments as well. Uh, your party promised uh, during the campaign, uh, promised to bring back the disability pensions uh, for injured veterans, uh, the pensions that were taken away in 2006. Uh, the, the big, uh, I believe, criticism that I'm seeing today is that didn't happen, that uh, disability payment wasn't brought back. Why wasn't that in the budget? The, the actual uh, uh, the, the pension itself um, it's actually um, uh, the reason it wasn't uh, put in there specifically because veterans groups wanted greater consultation. Um, you know, just the time frame uh, when, when we got elected and Minister Ayer, um, the consultations were just too short. Um, because, I mean, this is a very big, important piece. So it, we, we intend to uh, fulfill our commitment, but we want to make sure that we get this right. And the only way we're going to get this right is that we work with all the veterans groups and making sure that they're consulted properly so that when we decide on the, the type of pension, the money is going to be there. And we, we've always said we're going to listen to them. Um, and that's uh, what, what, what our government is committed to do. And Mr. Hare is diligently working on a consultation plan as we speak. Uh, but the criticism today is that, that was very much seen as a way to court veteran voters uh, to promise the bringing back of the disability pension and instead to increase the lump sum payments and to continue with lump sum payments uh, is breaking that promise. No, in fact, it's, 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 what we're trying to do is be responsible. Um, we, we could have easily just brought in a, uh, a program, but if it's not well consulted, um, so I, I just want to make want to make sure that we uh, uh, pass it on uh, to all Canadians that uh, uh, this commitment it will be fulfilled. But it's going to be done, uh, making sure that we have good consultation uh, with, with the veterans groups. And Minister Arrow is actually going to be working diligently, and and hopefully he'll be able to announce it uh, um, very shortly. Uh, the reopening of the offices was also included in yesterday's budget. Is there a timeline on when we might see those doors actually open? Unfortunately, I don't have the time, uh, timeline for the exact date uh, for it. Uh, those offices will be open, and in fact, um, there will be a new office being opened up uh, in, in Surrey as well. Uh, but we don't know when, even if it's going to be weeks, months, years? Um, I, I, I would be, uh, I, I, unfortunately, I just don't have the dates uh, for it, but I, I know it's going to be moved on as quickly as possible, though. Uh, can you talk a little bit about spending as well and uh, the the deferring, I suppose you could say, $3.7 billion in planned defense purchases, uh, talking about planes, vehicles, ships. Uh, that has all been deferred. Uh, some would see that as a cut to military spending. Absolutely not. It's actually the furthest from the truth. The majority of the, the capital projects uh, from ships to the airplanes, it's, uh, that's moving along uh, um, uh, very well. Unfortunately, 
personally, there, uh, well, when we formed government and the challenge that I faced was a procurement system that did not meet the needs of the Canadian Armed Forces. Um, and so what, uh, well, what this allows me to do, instead of uh, uh, having the money lapse and go back in the government coffers, this protects that money to move it into the years when procurement will be ready. It allows us to create almost a bank uh, to making sure that the money is going to be protected for those uh, uh, projects. In fact, actually, our uh, budget, operational budget has, has incre increased by $360 million, and we even got an additional $200 million for infrastructure investment um, for, for the military, which $50 million will be used uh, for housing for our military personnel. Uh, so are you saying we don't need th those planned defense purchases right now? It, it's not that. It's, be it's because how the procurement system works. I have no procurement in terms of where those bills need to be paid at this time. Those, uh, the system, how it works, uh, how it goes, those bills are not going to be needed um, for that period. So I wanted to make sure that we protected that money um, for when, when, when that time comes. And that's exactly what we've done here, is making sure that the money is there so that we can actually purchase um, the, uh, um, uh, the, the items that are needed for the, uh, for the Canadian Armed Forces. Regrettably, the Conservatives left the procurement system in, in a mess. Um, so instead of where the Conservatives used to allow the money to be lapsed, this allowed us to reprofile the money into future years That'll be uh, so that we can keep it within the national defense uh, umbrella. Uh, but didn't the Conservatives do the exact same thing in the previous two budgets uh, under their government, which was uh, to defer those big-ticket uh, items and defer spending? The, this, for this thing, is, this is not a bit, we are not deferring... Um, uh, costs here for the sake of uh, uh, saving money. The procurement system did not allow me to actually um, uh, to purchase some, some, some of those items. What the Conservative government actually did in the past was within the re reduction, they cut $3 billion uh, from national defense, which, I'm, which has created significant challenges for me to, to make sure those uh, uh, procurements uh, could be actually um, um, actioned on. But unfortunately, um, you know, and also the one question we have to take a look at here is what the Conservative pledge during their campaign to, uh, to balance the budget. There would have been significant cuts in national defense. And what we have done is making sure that we protected that money um, for national defense so that we can uh, purchase the necessary equipment for our personnel. Uh, Minister, in the time we're, we're living in right now, people are looking to the news, they're seeing what's just happened in Brussels, still trying to digest what happened. Does it change for you day-to-day uh, -day work or even the optics of Canadians who are fearful of attacks? They're uh, fearful, and we hear from, from analysts, we hear from terrorism experts that Canada is vulnerable. Does that change your job? The, we, we, we monitor threats around the world, uh, even before the Brussels attacks, and I, I travel extensively into the conflict zones to uh, get a first-hand experience. Um, also, uh, travel to uh, different parts of the world, talking to my counterparts, making sure that we have the right uh, tools necessary, and our security agencies, uh, my from national defense, working closely with public safety, are doing what's necessary, and making sure that we also invest. Um, in our security services so they have the right tools to protect Canadians. Uh, there, are, there are actually certain uh, uh, procurements uh, and equipment that I, I am actually moving forward that will um, provide some uh, increased ability for our, uh, um, our, our security services in, in CSC, including our special forces, to making sure that uh, uh, Canadians know that we, they're, they're, uh, that our number one priority of the government is, is, is their safety.
Is Canada vulnerable to terrorist attacks? We have to remain vigilant. Uh, Canada um, is, um, you know, because of our geography, we are slightly isolated, but we, um, in, a, in a society where, um, where things are global, we have to be very vigilant, and especially when it comes to uh, uh, radicalization, hence that's uh, where Minister Goodale is working diligently um, in uh, working on programs and investing in counter-radicalization, working with the RCMP, working very closely with our agencies uh, as well, hence the reason why we're also investing uh, into public safety, where the RCMP laboratory, uh, there's a new one that's going to be coming in in, um, uh, in in Surrey. We're investing also in our domestic response as well, where we are reestablishing the funding for the heavy urban search and rescue teams in Vancouver um, was the first team uh, in, in, in Canada. Uh, in addition, uh, the Kitsilana Coast Guard uh, will be reopened as well. So there's a significant amount, uh, when we look at public safety, it's not just looking from a terrorism lens, we're looking from a criminality and also from uh, natural disasters as well. All right, Minister, we'll have to leave it there. Thank you so much for your time today. I appreciate it. Great. Thank you for having me. All right. That's the Minister of National Defence, uh, Minister Harjit. Such a- this is News Talk 980 CKNW. Vancouver's News, Vancouver's Talk.